And welcome back to the newest edition of the Profit Roadmap. I am Bear Duplissy alongside Cody Owen, as always. We have a special guest in the house tonight with us. Tonight, today, this morning, whatever time of day you are listening to it, that is what time we actually recorded. It is part of The Matrix. Speaking of The Matrix, our special guest is... No, she wasn't in The Matrix, but she is actually a star of Screen... And she happens to be a fellow colleague as well of Service Autopilot, Rebecca Spencer. Uh, one of probably at one point or another was your personal launch advisor. If you're a current member of Service Autopilot, and if you are not a current member of Service Autopilot, you should definitely register for membership. She could be your launch she advisor. Could be your personal launch advisor, uh, Spencer, as I affectionately call her, um, has done a number of number of fantastic things in her life one of which was being born the <laughs> other of which is the fact that she's been with service autopilot since december of 2000 and uh, december 2013 yeah that first thing you said was not a number what's that 2010 <laughs> well it's that's not like You're, that's like somebody who's really trying to hold on to their youth but they're also really old yeah they're like 29 when they're like 60 I'm, I'm, like, I'm 29 for the 30th time um <laughs> She graduated with her undergraduate degree in 2012 from the University of Texas at Dallas in psychology, which probably explains, we'll get into that, which probably explains why she's so good with people. And, uh, but most importantly, uh, and most impressively, actually, she is uh, a star of, of screen. You know, she has her own IMDb profile. She's under Becca Spencer. She's she's shaking her head at me. She, I, I love this. This is fantastic. She's an accomplished actress, does some incredible work. She also dabbles in screenwriting and stuff like that. I mean, just just a phenomenal talent, phenomenal person. You are lucky to meet her, and we're lucky to have her in the house. Spencer, welcome aboard. Thank you, thank you. Pro- such a nice intro. You're welcome. The Profit Roadmap welcomes you, and we're really excited about having you guys uh, stand here while I sit here because <laughs> it's just kind of nice. And it's really uh, bringing down the energy <laughs> in the room. Like, I try to pump it up. I don't even have shoes on. I'm bouncing around. And, uh, You're not wearing shoes? Is that why it smells? No, they, no ugh, man, they, they're like running shoes that are blowing out, so they squeak when I move, and you know how much I like to, you know, really work the space. I think it really adds to the audio performance. Better to be barefoot, I've heard, so, yeah. Yeah, it's natural, it's man. natural. <laughs> oh, God. Just paleolithic humans bounding oh, through man. the forest. We're going back to caveman stuff? Okay, that's, that's, un, that's, that's fantastic. Um... <laughs> Well, what we're talking about today here at the Profit Roadmap is actually about a little bit about Spencer's role here at Service Autopilot, which is as a personal launch advisor. Well, and real quick, I just want to throw out there that just like always on the Profit Roadmap, uh, what we're talking about with Spencer today, we have some good application points for small business owners. So we're not just explaining to you like, this is what we do at Service Autopilot. We have some very practical things that you can take away from hearing about what Spencer does here at Service Autopilot that you can implement in your business. So Spencer, take it away. Thank you, gentlemen. I will take it away. Yes. So like Bear said, uh, Cody as well, I we help the launch team onboard new members the initial 90 days of membership. So when you sign up within the first 24 hours, you get a call from myself or my colleague Alex, our other great launch advisor, and we're gonna do a wel- new welcome call. Alex isn't in the room. You know. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying to be nice. You can I'm say not, that you're the best just... launch advisor. <laughs> I don't want to be egotistical. Okay, my head's already big enough. It's okay. Right? I'm very good enough for all three of us. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he has to sit down. Heavy is the head that wears the bear's ego. <laughs> Oh, that makes sense now. That makes sense why he's sitting down. 
<laughs> it's a it's a tough job, guys, but someone has to do it. Okay, back to me now. Okay. Yes, back to you. Most importantly, yes. <laughs> Speaking of egotism, back yeah. to Spencer. <laughs> Our goal is to fill you out as a new member and to get your goals, understand you as a company, what you're needing, and to guide you through your initial 90 days and get, you know, guide you to training, uh, point out the resources available to you as a member, and just make sure that you, through those initial few weeks that we do touch base with you, are feeling confident in the system and, you know, using this and implementing the program for your business successfully. Now, I want to point out something at the very beginning of what you said, um, finding out about your business. And that's I think that's key because this isn't a cookie cutter process. The launch process isn't a very isn't cookie cutter. There are things you do similar every time, right? But it's very specific and it's tailored to each member, yes. and what they do, how they operate business, that the the, the uh, trajectory, agenda, or itinerary that they want to kind of go on with the program. Correct? correct. What what have you noticed about that particular process in terms of identifying what their specific needs are? And how has that helped you um, be a better launch advisor for, you know, for lack of a better question? That's a good question. Huh. Let me think about that for a second. Okay. Well, while you're thinking about that, I think the the important thing also, too, is the fact that while we're talking about the product in this portion of the segment, is we have a a 30-day guarantee, Cody. So it's a 30-day, 100% money-back guarantee. Um, So if you cancel for any reason, within the first 30 days, you get 100% of your money back. Um, it's important to know that we were talking about the first 90 days. So we don't just get you to 30 days and say, oh, we're good. We're safe. We got your money. We got you. No, this is a 30-day process because it's not about the it's not about the guarantee. The guarantee is in place to, you know, to ensure uh, a certain amount of quality control and to make sure that you feel comfortable with the software and everything. But at the same time, we walk, we walk you through the first 90 days because we want to make sure that you are truly, once you've invested that first 30 days, yes, you've invested the money, but now it's a process of we want to make sure that you're even more comfortable with it. So we go the extra step. So uh, were you able to come up with <laughs> <laughs> how it's helped me as a launch advisor? Yeah, exactly. Or? Just being able to identify some of those things, why, it's, why you think it's important to identify specific needs and how that can help a, a member specifically. I think it's important for our members. It's important for me to understand everyone's different. Everyone learns at a different pace. Everyone learns differently. We have visual learners. We have people who would rather read an article, uh, people who are much more instructional. Uh, I can tailor my my advice or my guidance based on the member. If, if I know they're a smaller company, for instance, I I know, okay, it's, it's going to take some time. And that's okay. It, this, this, this program is very comprehensive. And that's what I try to make all of my members understand. And this is an investment. When you get service autopilot and don't don't expect to learn the system in one day. I didn't learn it in one day. Uh, it's going to take some time. You're investing for your future. You're investing for your business. Please take the time to learn the program. Get in there. Break it down. I try to learn who they're, how many people they have operating in their office, how many field technicians they have who will be using the mobile app. That can help me tailor what training you need to watch, what training you don't need to watch, what areas of the system you should and should not focus on. So in the way that you can take what Spencer's talking about here and apply it to your business when you're onboarding a new customer, 
The very first thing that Spencer said is that when you sign up for Service Autopilot within 24 business hours, so if you sign up on Saturday night, you'll hear from somebody Monday. Uh, if you sign up on Monday, you're going to hear from somebody Tuesday. Uh, we give you a call very quickly to touch base with you. So when you get an email or uh, the phone rings, you're uh, at your office, you're answering it, you're responding to that email as quickly as you can, and a 24-hour business you know, one business day turnaround is completely acceptable on like someone signing up to be a customer and you having someone at your office or you giving them a call. And then the important thing here is to not call them and be like, all right, so we're, you know, Joe's lawn care or Cindy's cleaning service. And these are the things that we're going to do. And, you know, we're going to, you know, come to your house, we're going to do X, Y, Z, and then we're going to leave. And what day works best for us to do that for you? Uh, ask them about what they want. That they're, People love to talk about themselves. So number one, you're making them feel like a person and not a number or an account. And then on top of that, they will tell you what is important to them. And those are notes that you can enter on that client. When you are sending out cleaners for a first-time clean, if this person has expressed to you that the reason they fired their last cleaning service was because their bathroom was never clean, then you can put in those notes Stay in that bathroom until it shines. I want your eyes to burn from how bright that bathroom is. I thought from how much bleach you were using, but okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your, your metaphor's a lot better. Um, yeah, no, that's that's absolutely, uh, totally applicable to what we're talking about here because it's not just what, what Spencer and Alex do here and is part of the, I call it a concierge service. You know, it's, and it's it's too Make basically so important there well yeah no it, but it's made it's basically trying to focus on what's important to them. patch you know when i was when i was selling uh when i was selling life insurance um before i came to service autopilot you know one of the number one questions about selling life insurance was you know what is what is something if something were to happen to you what would you want for the people that you love and care about if something were to happen to, to you what would you want for them to have what would you want for them and yeah that's very morbid and, and it, it's not necessarily directly connected but if you think about your business in that aspect if if you could have it perfect if it could run perfectly if this could if you're if you're you know if your house could be this clean if your yard could look this good what would you want you know the sky's the limit if you can tell you know you can if you can ask that question of your customers like what what do you want your lawn to look like what do you want your house to look like and I'm going to do my very best to give it to you. Now, can and that's you- spin selling, right? Like we talked about with Jim on yes. our episode about sales. You're asking the questions that tell you what you need to know about the client. They will tell you what they want and how to make them your happiest client. If you'll just do the things that they tell you that they want, then they will be very happy with you. Exactly, exactly. Now, so... That leads me to the next thing, which is the the, the negative. Okay, so we're, we're talking about do, bending over backwards, doing everything we can to satisfy the client. No matter what we do sometimes, guys, we can't help everybody. Right? There are problem <laughs> clients. There are problem <laughs> clients. There are problem people. There are just things that you just don't have the capability of doing. You know, if you're a lawn care company, you know, you just don't have the facilities or the abilities to um, – to do stump removal, you know, and or tree removal or hedge removal or something like that. It's just not in your wheelhouse. It's not in your expertise. You don't, you don't have, have the, the equipment. equipment. Exactly. Right. Hey, read my mind. <laughs> Get out of my head. So what do you do at that point? You 
Spencer, what do we do when we have a member that is asking for something and we don't have the capability to do it necessarily? We develop what we were talking about this morning, right? We talk, we, we, talking, we try to find a workaround or alternatives that could work for you instead. Uh, yeah, I mean, or talk about ways you can probably adjust your workflow in your office with your employees or with yourself. You know, when you come to service autopilot, we're not going to function like your previous software. We're not your previous software for a reason. That's why you're with us. You're going to have to learn how to do things the service autopilot way. That's not necessarily wrong. It's just a new way of learning things. And sometimes if we don't have exact functionality, we will do our best to accommodate you and find the best, you know, alternative within our system capability for you. I think that's I think that's absolutely perfect. So in the example, how we can apply that to the real world, if you don't do linen service, if you're a cleaning service, if you don't do stump removal in your lawn care business, what's the very simple thing is find someone who does. Right. And refer De- them. Develop develop a referral uh, referral customers. And maybe you can make a little money off that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, alternative uh, alternative revenue never hurt any business, that's for sure. And the thing is as well, it also there the power of honesty it never ceases to amaze me when i'm talking to potential members of service autopilot and when i was doing other sales for other companies the power of honesty goes a long way mm-hmm. no i'm sorry our program doesn't do that here's a workaround that's not as ideal but you might be able to do it this way or and some things are going to be beyond your scope right you are uh, you know, full lawn and maintenance company and you're never going to offer landscape design. You're a cleaning company and you're never going to offer power washing for the exterior of homes. There's no reason for you to be like, oh man, maybe I should expand into this. If it's beyond your scope and it's not something you want to do, then there's no amount of money that's going to make it be worth your while to do that. You're the scope of your business needs to be what you've defined and you need to keep it that way. And we talked about this with Ted Glazer back at the conference. We just right. released that episode recently where he's dropping pro- not only good, like jobs that were a lot of revenue, jobs that were profitable because it just wasn't six-figure job, right? Yeah, it was it a six-figure job. It did not fit the the scope of his business anymore, and he had to tell that client like, "Look, we're going to we're going to have to drop you like this just isn't the direction we want our business to go." And that's the best decision you can make for your business is to say, this is beyond our scope, not to pull yourself in 300 different directions to make everybody happy. You can't do that. You're one person. You're one business. You're good at. Yes. Be the best at that. I agree. I think the the thing to focus on here, too, as well, is that, again, going back to what my original what one of my original points was about honesty in, in, in finding that finding that scope and being honest with yourself. It's not just about being honest to the client. It's also being honest with yourself. You know, Ted brought up a really interesting point. Yes, it's a profitable job. Yes, it's a six-figure job. That's a lot of money. But at the same time, it did not fit the way he wanted his business to go. And if you're honest with yourself and you have made a decision, you need to stick with it. And that's something that I talk about with uh, with uh, leads who are looking at our software specifically Well, hey, so I think the closest thing to Service Autopilot's launch process that our listeners can implement in their business is a welcome packet and a schedule around welcoming new customers. So when you sign up with Service Autopilot, we shoot you an email. Spencer, can you tell us a little bit about what's in that email and then kind of in the subsequent emails that they get? 
Yeah, the the welcome email from the launch team usually is just introducing myself or the other launch advisor, introducing ourselves to you, welcoming you to Service Autopilot, thanking you for letting us be your service uh, software solution. Uh, we also in that welcome email we have instructions for importing if or or should we have instructions for importing and QuickBooks. So we have members who might come with, to us with QuickBooks. We do that process for you, the initial QuickBooks sync. If you have imports that need to be done, we have a team that can assist you with that, provided the uh, correct information we need, like your spreadsheets. After that, we talk about training. Training is so important, and I know. Our guys uh, in fellow women in the business, they're very busy. They're busy working. They're out there doing, making money, providing for families, all of that. But training in this program is essential if you want to be successful. And I don't try to, I'm not trying to push people off from calling us in to get help. But it's just very important for you to go through that if you want to learn. It's a way better use of your time. It is. It is. To sit down and have all your questions answered in 60 minutes than to make a 15-minute phone call every day. Yes. Uh, yes, I agree. So, so that's the, the gist in the welcome email. So the, the way that that could look in your business is somebody signs up for a quote from you guys. You give them the quote and they say, yes, we want to hire you. And then your office shoots them an email welcoming them. Uh, some people do hard copy welcome packets that has information <laughs> that has information about the company about the services that you offer. You want to make the more knowledgeable your customer is about what you're doing for them, the more that they appreciate what you do. If all they know is that "Eh, they push a mower, they sprinkle some stuff and the grass is all right, they're not going to appreciate the level of knowledge that goes into what you're doing as when you explain to them, we use these products for these reasons or we use these cleaners because they're safe to be around your pets. Like explain all of that information. I've seen some very thick welcome packets and it just, it, it's that extra push. It makes you look that much more professional, that much more knowledgeable. And then from there, so you have this awesome welcome packet that onboards them with your company, tells them a bunch of information about you guys, what you do, what you're going to do for them. Uh, make it look really slick and nice. It can be as simple as a welcome letter that just has, you know, some bullet pointed lists of this is what we do. And then on top of that, you can add uh, like a couple of scheduled to-dos. If you're using automations and service autopilot, you can have this happen for every new customer. But what you want to do is follow up with that customer. So in in our launch process, we contact you uh, at 30 days to touch base, to be like, hey, it's been 30 days. You doing all right? Uh, If we haven't heard from you for some other reason, but we do that for every customer. So even if we hear from you every single day, we touch base with you at 30 days to ask how it's going. And then at 60 and 90, and there are other things in between there, but those are the big uh, uh, points to touch base from. And that helps you rectify any problems the customer is having. You're, so a lot of people will suffer in silence. Something will be going wrong, and they don't have time to deal with correcting your mistakes. They want to go about their life. You're supposed to be, you know, they don't have to see you. They don't have to talk to you. You come while they're at work. They just want you to do your job correctly. And so they're not going to tell you that your crew keeps leaving the gate open. Maybe if their dog gets out, then they're going to call you and complain about it. But but maybe not. Maybe they'll just get their dog or their neighbor grabs it. And they're like, oh, man, if this happens again, I'm going to fire these guys. And if you call them at 30 days, at 60 days, at 90 days to just say, hey, this is Joe from, from Joe's Lawn Care. I wanted to touch base with you, make sure everything's going all right. 
uh, I know that, you know, we've had crews out a couple times now. I just wanted to make sure that you're, you know, completely satisfied with everything you've got going on. We've got a 30 day money back guarantee and we want to make sure that you are a hundred percent satisfied with the work that we've been doing. And if they say, yeah, I'm a hundred percent satisfied. You guys have been kicking ass. Then high fives all around. We've been doing a great job. If they say, well, you know, everything's been mostly good, but there has been, you know, X, Y, Z issue. That gives you the perfect opportunity to show that you go above and beyond for your customers. And you go out there, you send a crew out the next day, later that day if you can, to fix whatever this problem is that they're complaining about. And then, do you see how how powerful that is as a customer service message? Absolutely. I think the the thing, you hit the nail on the head, Cody, because the, the, the point is by checking in periodically, communication is something that kind of goes hand in hand with honesty with what I was talking about being open, being able to take, uh, take that advice on and that, that criticism, you know, so, you know, this day and age and the society that we live in, criticism is so, you know, we we're so afraid of it. It it offends people. Listen, not all criticism is bad. And, and even when it's bad, it's not bad. You know, it's just an opportunity. Well, (laughs) I've, I've seen some negative reviews of things that I say that uh, I think are just objectively bad. Well, to that point, Cody, it's it's an opportunity for it's a it's an opportunity for you to do something different. Dismiss the haters. Well, you can you can dismiss the haters, or you can actually again capitalize on the opportunity and find a way to satisfy them and can stay true to yourself as well. No one said anything mean about me on the internet. I know that's my point, (laughs) but like, no, I I was kind of role-playing with you there. It's an opportunity for you to, to satisfy the haters, but stay true to yourself as well. So if someone says, I don't like Joe's lawn care because they, um, they don't do fertilization. Again, going back to what we were talking about, if there's something that's out of the scope of your professionalism, be like, you're not, you're absolutely right. I don't offer fertilization because of X, Y, and Z, the licensing, the problem. I don't have the manpower. I don't have the equipment, but I do know, um, I do know glory, glorious fertilization service and she's phenomenal. I've referred her for years. Give her a call. She'll take care of you. So that kind of goes back to kind of come full circle to what we were talking about as well. It's, Criticism is an opportunity to take your service to the next level. You know, if you're missing baseboards while you're cleaning houses, you know, and someone says, gosh, I really want, or the, the bathroom example is probably a little bit better because it's really large. Um, you know what you're saying? My, I fired my last cleaning company because they didn't ever clean the bathroom properly or it wasn't done. You know what? The last company might've done a, a good job on the bathroom, but this is very important to the client. So like you said, go in there until it makes your eyes burn. And, uh, not from the bleach and, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's just a, it's a, it's an opportunity. So communication, honesty, uh, with your clients an onboarding process, 30 day, 60 day, 90 day, six months, a year. Cause the, you know, most of our, a lot of our, a lot of our members and a lot of our listeners have seasonal businesses. So when you're checking in, when you're trying to get their business again for next year, they're going to remember these things. They're going to remember these extra makes steps. A huge difference. And I know that a lot of members also do uh, like annual or quarterly check-ins with clients and they just keep rolling that basically that welcome service goes indefinitely. Like as long as they're a customer, we're going to call and check in and see how things are going. And it reminds them that we exist and it, it provides that point where you're always, you're contacting them on this regular schedule 
And that means that if you're contacting them quarterly, you can upsell them on whatever's going on quarterly. But it's it's also just like good customer service to touch base with them and see how things are going. I mean, how many times does this happen? I mean, this happens to me all the time, Spencer, and I'm sure it happens to you too. In fact, I've heard of you on the phone a couple of times where people will call in, you know, existing members, they call in, they actually dial our extension, the sales and launch extension, their support, but they're people that I either sold or you went through the launch process with you. And it's like talking to an old friend. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and, you know, because they remember, they remember the process that they went through. They remember that experience and how positive it was. And so even if you do this 90 day process and a quarterly and a yearly, that's great advice too. But even if that's just not feasible for you as an owner, your, your operation is just too large and you just can't do that. Or you just don't have the manpower to, to delegate that to an administrator to, to keep going further and further. The 90 days good. Are you saying that our members don't want to employ an entire call center to uh, (laughs) regularly contact all of their calls? Say you don't have that capability. I guarantee you. You know where you do have that capability? An email. That's you great. Can, you can automate an email that goes out to everybody once a quarter. Yeah, that's that's a great point too. And but my point was is like when you've gone through this process and you've and you've established these these ground rules or this this foundation of trust, is when you actually do talk to them again, it'll be like the experience that Spencer and I have. It'll be like talking to an old friend. I remember. Oh yeah, I Absolutely. remember when you called me two months in, and I, I you know I just lost my dog, and so you got you guys came out and you did this and that and did this other thing and made sure the gate was locked and you always you always make sure that you bring dog treats for my dogs uh so that they're happy and satisfied while you're mowing the lawn or something like that i'm you know i'm just spitballing here but they're going to remember the effort that you make so effort honesty communication and those are things that go they're so little they're so tiny and they go such a long way. Makes a huge difference when you personalize it like that that's the company i would go with you you know someone that talks to me like i'm a human who puts the personal touch on there? I've seen some companies even when they're going out, they they uh, they'll send a picture of the the guy who's going to go and mow your lawn or whatever. They just put that extra little touch out there. It's it's really awesome. I love it. Uh, I agree. It's like talking to an old friend, and it's really good to see how far members have come in the software. It's I'm really happy to see that when they call in. Yeah, it's it, it's really great. Of course, that picture concept that you're talking about could backfire because if you know it could back <laughs> well because if it's a picture of cody or myself oh man i don't a, want that guy coming that's to my a, house that's, right? yeah, i was gonna say that's a problem but you know call the cops you know spencer's coming it's like oh yeah she can come yeah absolutely fantastic she, she looks nice she looks nice oh you're so nice yeah. guys <laughs> this cody guy uh he doesn't look like he shaved recently I, it almost looks like he smells from the picture i don't know how it's possible but it's probably because you have your shoes off <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Profit Roadmap. One more week with us. Uh, I'm Cody Owen for Bear Duplissy and Rebecca Spencer. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we will see you next week. We'll see you next time. Hasta la vista. The music in this episode of the Profit Roadmap was Rip Tide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff, incompetech.com.